What's up, sisters and friends? Welcome back to the podcast. Y'all, today is going to be so much fun. I have a longtime friend of mine who's on the podcast, and we also got to start something super cool together, Elo Worship, which we're going to tell y'all more about because we have exciting things coming, and just have a great conversation. I think y'all can learn so much by the way that she just lives her life, trusting in the Lord every step of the way. If you're in a season of life where you have all these God dreams and don't know how to get there, I think you're going to be really impacted by hearing her story. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Kaylee Coates. Thank you for having me, Sadie. I'm yes. just so honored to be here today. I'm so excited. I should have introduced you as Tuffy. Yes. You know, not everybody knows about Tuffy, but of all people, <laughs> you will never forget Tuffy. Never. So going way back, Kaylee and I actually met on a softball team that we were both on when, when were we were like 10. Yeah. Okay, we were like 10, and we both had the coolest helmets on the team. I'm not going to lie. They were very cool. Okay, so my helmet was dipped in camo. Literally, like, when a car gets, like, dipped in something, it was a dipped camo hat. And remember, everybody wanted to wear my hat. I think I wore your camo hat. I think everybody wore my camo helmet. But (laughs) it it was so funny because I was very specific that if you batted in front of me in the lineup, you couldn't wear my helmet. You had to be the first one. I had to be the first to walk out on that field when I was 10 years old with my helmet. Don't steal my thunder. Okay, but then Tuffy came along and almost stole my thunder with her helmet. So, Well, you inspired me. I wanted a cool helmet too. And I'd never had a nickname in my life, really. Like my dad or mom called me something, but no one gave me a nickname. So I joined this softball team. Team, and I was the catcher, which that's a whole nother story. I was getting hit by softballs all the time and wearing this this gear. Well, the coach was an old grandpa, and he just started calling me Tuffy. Tuffy. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. I have a nickname. So I had Tuffy airbrushed on my helmet. And not like T-O-U-G-H-Y. No. no. T-U-F-F-Y. Tuffy was on the scene, on the field, but, you know, she – Shortly retired. Yeah, Tuffy had a good run in softball, (laughs) but we did give up our softball days and we headed straight into a band. Yes. Okay, so you pretty much facilitated our band, so you can tell them about what that looks like. I have like always loved music and I wrote songs since I was in third grade. First song I ever wrote was Send Him an Angel because a boy in my third grade class's dad died. So I wrote him that song. I don't know if I ever sang it for him, but I wrote him a song. That's sweet. And so I just always loved music and I always wanted to have a band. Band. And I was like, anytime a friend stayed the night, I'm like, do you want to be in my band? Well, Sadie was staying the night, and I'm like, Sadie, do you want to be in my band? Now, mind you, I had zero musical talent. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. Pretty sure you put me on piano, didn't know how to play piano. So I was like imaginary keys while Kaylee pretty much played guitar, sang, did everything else. And I was in the band, and I was stoked. I was living my dreams, too. So. And you said something like, Kaylee, I don't play any instruments. I'm like, that's fine. We'll like, put you on piano. That's fine. I can work with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've always been a larger-than-life person. Um, even when we were little, you talk about some of your uh, favorite moves to get attention. Uh, Kaylee was really good at <laughs> if she needed a little attention, the room was getting a little quiet, she'd just fake fall. Yep, I could do a fall standing up right on the ground, no hands. You know, they have the, I can ride the bike with no handlebars, you know, like I can fall down to the floor with With no hands. hands. (laughs) And also one time, which I guess this was at my lowest fifth grade, I had a birthday party. The attention's on someone else. And I said, you know what? This is my turn. Got a Coke and just poured it on my head. Like, hey, everybody, watch this. Watch this. Hey, if it's your birthday party, I understand that. One time, it was it was like my 20th birthday party, and I invited these girls I didn't really know very well because um, I just moved to a new place. 
they came and I was singing karaoke and I guess they didn't think I was doing the best and she came and stole the mic from me. On your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> so I didn't get her back, but I decided this year to have another karaoke party to redeem. Oh, yes. And I've, I'm very practiced, as I know you're getting prepared for the birthday party, too. It's going to be awesome. So somebody can't steal your thunder on your birthday. Yeah, I know. I God, please forgive me. And wherever <laughs> that girl is, Lord, pray she Bless has her. attention on her next birthday. Yes, <laughs> sir. So anyways, we go way back. A lot of fun memories. You and Bella have been best mm-hmm. friends for a long time. Um, and even y'all's friendship, I think, is just such a cool testament to um, a God friendship. Now you are sister-in-laws, which is crazy. So Bella's husband, Jacob, is Kaylee's brother. So really just a crazy God life story. But anyway, so how did we get here? How did we get to the point where you're leading Ella worship and Mm -hmm. all this journey? So let's go back because now we actually legitimately have a band, which is kind of crazy. And I guess when I moved back from Nashville, I was Mm kind of like looking around thinking like, what it like what's next kind of thing Mm -hmm. um how am I gonna do what God's called me to do but do it here and I remember Bella you were her mentor at the time Mm -hmm. and Bella showed me a video of you leading worship and I had like been working on this dream of Ella worship at that point for about a year and a half Mm -hmm. this point's about four years that point is about a year and a half and I was like man Kaylee's really good and I was like and she's local and we used to be friends. We go back to softball days because we didn't we didn't stay in touch really yep. after that. After our first band didn't go well, <laughs> um, didn't take off, and so I was like, "Man, I should get in touch with her to see what she's doing." And I asked you to go to coffee. And from your perspective, where were you in that season of life when I asked you to go to coffee to just talk about some of the stuff I was dreaming about? Well, I had actually just got back, you know, in the prior year from living in Australia for three years, going to Bible college. And when I went to Bible college, I kind of like put my songwriting music days behind me. I studied more of like pastoral leadership, Mm -hmm. although I used to like do all the music stuff in high school. So I kind of thought that was like done for with me. Mm -hmm. So like this whole year, I'm like coming back home as well. And I'm trying to figure out my purpose. I start serving on uh, Christ Church's youth team, Mm -hmm. but I still feel like something's missing. So Mm -hmm. our church went on like a 21 day fast in the January before we got together and talked. And like the Lord clearly spoke like, Mm -hmm. hey, you're going to write songs and you are going to like lead worship for the younger generation and like just spoke that over me. But then I'm like back into reality and I'm like, how is this going to happen? And I remember that video Bella took of me. I was just at the youth group being faithful. Mm -hmm. Somebody had dropped the ball and they weren't going to lead worship that night. And they're like, Kaylee, can you do it? We know you can. But I wasn't even the worship leader. I was just a fill-in being faithful where God had called me. There was probably 20 students there at a coffee shop just doing a Bible study and worship. And then we, we, you see that video, we get together and it's like, wow, God. Wow. You really saw me in the field, just like David, you know, like I wasn't trying to be seen. I was just being faithful. And so my mind was blowing. I'm like, you're telling me about Ella worship. Like, are you asking me? Like, who am I? Like, what? Tuffy? (laughs) Tuffy? (laughs) Yeah. I remember it was like, Kaylee, like I've been trying to do this Ella worship thing. I haven't found the right people. And I I just literally saw this video. I know nothing about what you're dreaming about. I know nothing about what you're doing. Yep. Meanwhile, she had had this word already spoken over her life that she was going to write songs that led a generation. Mm-hmm. And so I remember you telling me that and me being like, 
wait, what? <laughs> like, this is crazy. Yes. So at that point, we were kind of like, let's do this thing. Let's yep. see what let's see what God does with what he's kind of put in our hands to do. And um, it hasn't been an easy journey. It hasn't been a fast yep. journey after that. How long ago was that that we met? That was like July 2019. Okay, so like three years ago yep. is when we had this conversation. And just now we're at the point where we're going to put out an EP and this whole Ooh. thing, which I want to get to. But first, let's back up a little bit about the journey of your life of just – you know, you love music, you're writing songs mm-hmm. for people in third grade, you have this word spoken over you, but like you said, here's reality, like the yeah. reality is you're serving as an assistant to the youth pastor, yeah. you, if you are okay with me saying this, didn't make the worship team, Yeah. which I think that's a big thing, you know, yeah. because those are the kind of things that make you go, okay, God, is this really what I'm supposed to do? Yes. Is that really what you said to me? Mm-hmm. If I'm sitting here and reality is looking nothing like what y- your word has said or your Seriously. word has spoken. So in that time, whenever it was like you had a lot of God dreams, you had a lot of mm-hmm. um, passion and stuff, what did that in-between time look like as you were getting some no's, as you were serving in some maybe quieter spaces, waiting on mm-hmm. maybe what God had for you in the future? Y'all, I love summertime. It is my favorite season and I'm so excited to jump back in. We are approaching the best time of the year. But no matter what your summer looks like, KiwiCo invites kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first summer adventure series. Kids can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks, no matter what their age is, with enriching activities that accompany each project. KiwiCo has something for everyone with different topics for each age from space to dinosaurs and so much more. I am so excited about the summer series. We actually are getting this little driver that I know Haven is going to love because it's a little steering wheel and she loves anything active and also a little like neighborhood fun one where they have a water paint thing, which is so good because it's not going to make a mess and Honey is so into painting right now. And painting with a three-year-old, yeah, that's just hard. So I'm excited for the no mess. KiwiCo offers kids a chance to get outside and explore screen-free with projects like the Bottle Rocket Kit from the Summer Adventure Series. They can turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. Every Summer Adventure Series with KiwiCo is a personalized experience that includes real engineering, science, and art projects. And you'll be impressed with how high quality all the materials are. Everything we've gotten from KiwiCo has been absolutely amazing and such high quality. I know sometimes it can be hard to find creative, engaging ways to keep your kids away from the screens and just having fun, but KiwiCo does the legwork for you so you can focus on spending fun and quality time tackling projects together. The KiwiCo Summer Adventure Series is personalized to your family and can be received all at once or weekly for six weeks depending on your schedule. If you like it all at once, that's great, or space it out a little bit. Build the best summer ever with KiwiCo. Get 20% off your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash sadie rob summer that's 20 percent off your summer adventure at kiwico k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash sadie rob summer well one of my life verses has been proverbs 3 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart Lean not on your own and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And I think that lean not on your own understanding is really crucial because a lot of times if I'm thinking about 
what I see in the natural, what's happening in reality, then I'm like, this isn't happening. Yeah. This isn't happening the way I thought. But when you trust God and you're not leaning on what you think, you're like, God, you're writing my story. Mm-hmm. You're going to bring it together. And I'm not going to just sit here and twiddle my thumbs yeah. and wait for you to do. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to pray with my legs yeah. and I'm going to be faithful to wherever I can go. Because, you know, sometimes we just think we're waiting from God to just drop something out of heaven. And he's like, Pray and then get up and do something with what I've given you. What's in your hand? Like I've heard it said, use what's in your hand to fulfill what's in your heart. It's good. So like what was in my heart was leading people in worship and showing people the love of Jesus. Mm -hmm. What was in my hand was a youth group. 20 people. It's great. But I was faithful with it, and I still am. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. So you still are, and to the point that you're now the youth pastor. And every week you're speaking to the young people's lives, and you're pastoring people's lives on a daily basis. And so, again, like, you have this word. You're walking into Mm -hmm. some of that. But you're also still being faithful with where God has you now. I love how you said, like, pray with your legs. I think so many people feel like the waiting season is, like, genuinely waiting. It's like, oh, well, I'm going to find a purpose somehow. One day God's going to show up and blow my mind. One day I'm going to fulfill my calling. But I love how you're walking in your calling Mm -hmm. every day. You're walking in your purpose to maybe another thing that God's going to do because all of it has purpose and all Mm -hmm. of it's growing you. And it was really cool because whenever I would talk to you about – I thought you went to Bible college to do worship and you actually went to pastor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that is so cool because one thing with Ella Worship that I wanted Mm -hmm. was not just um, someone who sings good, but someone who could pastor a room. And so it was like all these things that I had been praying, you have been praying, and right there in that moment, it just kind of happened. And so over the three years, you've been writing songs, you've been kind of quietly tucked away. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about... Okay, because we know this is about to go public, right? Yeah. We're about to put out songs that a lot of people will hear. We're going to do these songs at conference mm-hmm. this year, LO conference, or do all that stuff. But right now, the past years has been a really private time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting because Jesus had that private time in his life too before his public ministry. Yep. Talk to people who are in a private season right now, mm-hmm. like how to be intentional with where you're at and not rush it to get to those public moments. Mm-hmm. I would just say to those people listening who are like, I'm in that private um, space that like God is writing your story. Mm-hmm. You aren't writing your story. Yep. And so literally just trust him because he will make it all come together. But like you said, like, we have to pray with our legs. So like, mm-hmm. don't just sit down and just like, I'm waiting for God to do cool things in my life. Yep. Like God, what yep. can I do right now while I'm waiting? How can I wait intentionally? Because if yeah. I just thought one day Sadie was going to knock on my door and ask me to be in a little worship and I wasn't going to serve anywhere, I wouldn't be sitting here right now. Like I just said, God, where is there a need and where can I fill it? Because you've given me many gifts and like you've given me dreams for my life, but I have to be faithful in the small before I can be faithful with much. And God, if I'm only faithful with small in my life, that's okay. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Like I used to pray in Bible college, God, if you just give me like a hundred people to shepherd. That's fine with me. People are thinking maybe a hundred's a lot, but to me, I'm like, you know, I had dreams for a lot, but like, if it's only a hundred, if it's only 10 that I'm entrusted with to disciple and love on, that's enough. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's that cheesy quote. People say, live for an audience of one. And at the end of the day, like my worth isn't found in like 
crowds yep. and my worth is found in Jesus knowing that's me, right. loving me. And that's enough because that's when right. we get to heaven, that's all, it's, you that's know, right. it's, it's going to be about us and Jesus. It's good. And it reminds me of David, like you said, of like he was shepherding the flock. Mm-hmm. Like before he was doing anything else, he was just a shepherd. Yep. And right before that, right before his anointing on becoming king, when he was just a shepherd boy, the Lord literally said, don't look at the outward appearance. Look at yep. the heart. That's who you're looking for for king. That's who you're looking for mm-hmm. to serve. And I think that God does look for that. He looks for the heart that says, I'm not actually trying yep. to like, you know, I don't have to have a platform. I don't have yep. to do the credit. I just want to be a good shepherd of yep. what I do have. And I remember the same thing in my life. Whenever mm-hmm. I was young, I would always pray this prayer because you know where we live. Yep. We live in like, I um, mean, especially 15 years ago yeah. or 20 years ago, whenever I was really little, people like everyone was a Christian, you know, yeah. like everyone we knew was a Christian. Everyone goes to church on Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah. Everyone, you know, most people went to a Christian school or had some Christian capacity in their school yeah. and or their teachers were or whatever. And I just remember praying to God and saying, God, give me one person to tell Jesus to. Like yes. I, that would just be amazing. Just one person who I can tell about Jesus too. And then when I was 13 and I went to Austria to play basketball Mm -hmm. and I met someone who didn't know Jesus and I was like so excited to get to share with her Mm -hmm. about Jesus. And it was just like such a cool moment in my life. I remember I was like, this is what I Mm want to do. Like I knew at that moment that I was going to be set apart, that I was Mm going to live my life for Christ and not for the world. And it was just like, this is what I want. And that was with the mindset of one person. Little did I know Two years later, my family would get a TV show and yep. Doug Dynasty would blow up and dance with the stars and I'd have this, you know, uh, ministry on a platform. But really the heart since mm-hmm. the beginning has been give me one person who I can tell about Jesus to. And I want that same heart posture. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm excited to show up to things like passion, but I'm excited to show up to the coffee shop. You know what yes. I'm saying? And because it's the same ministry and I see that for you too. Like I'm so excited for conference. Mm-hmm. It's going to be incredible. But we have like a couple of Bible studies before yeah. that I'm excited about and just that ministry. So people out there who are listening, like if God's putting a dream on your heart, if God's called you to ministry, you do that right mm-hmm. now, wherever you're at with what you have. And I love how he talks about what's in your hands. It makes mm-hmm. me think of a song we wrote. Yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about what we are doing. Yes. So Ella Worship, basically the heart behind Ella Worship from my perspective is I wanted to start a worship team because I was putting out a lot of messages. I'm still putting mm-hmm. out a lot of messages and which are amazing. Thanks, friend. And yours are too. <laughs> And I was like, okay, how do I make um, these messages have more reach and impact? Because no one's going home and reciting a 45-minute message over themselves. But people are going home and singing a song over themselves. So I was like, what if we have a team of people who are working with me on the messages I write to write these messages into song form that people can have and sing over themselves and really get that message rooted? Because some people will hear a message and they go, that changed my life. But then they have to watch that message back over and over I had that girl at Chick-fil-A the other day tell me she met me. She was, um, you know, in the drive through line. And she said, Sadie, I listened to your message from Passion City College Night. Like, it was like 2018, every single year of my birthday. Wow. And I just love that. I love that she said that. But I was like, man, how cool would it be if she has a song that goes with mm-hmm. that? That's like an anthem for her life. So that's what Kaylee is partnering with me in. And um, Reeves, who's also in that, a friend of ours. And then we have a couple others here and there that are joining. Layla's going to be mm-hmm. one of them. But Kaylee's really been kind of leading this charge. Um, let's talk about the EP that we're finally putting yes. out. So the EP is called Steady Light. Oh and gosh. you can kind of share a little bit about the heart behind because you wrote most of these songs. 
I think, number one, we want to give people songs that give them words to sing to God. Because sometimes yeah. you don't know yeah. how to articulate something, and then you hear that song, and you're like, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. And also, we want to have songs that are scriptural. Yeah. And like Sadie said, reiterate her messages mm-hmm. because your messages are so impactful. So if we have a song to sing that, like, wow, we're going to remember that. Yeah. And we want to remember truth. Yeah. Back to scripture. Yeah. And I think these songs are all about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all about surrender. Mm-hmm. They're all about trusting in his promise. Yeah. Like, these songs honestly just instill hope and the ep is called steady light and light is so steady and i think every song is just like yeah so strong and steady i can't wait to sing them at conference i can't wait for you guys to hear them i can't Mm -hmm. wait for churches to sing them yeah like i'm just so excited about it so excited and like you said like a lot of times songs are like i i think of worship songs excuse me I think of worship songs as such a gift to us that we can pray, pray back to God when we don't have yes. words to pray. And I remember there's a moment for me with the song Gratitude by Brandon mm-hmm. Lake. And um, my gosh, it was like, it makes me like cry. But when I had COVID and I was pregnant with Honey and I was just so sick. And I don't know if you've had COVID out there listening, if you experienced the depression side of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I never really suffered with depression, but I got so depressed during that time. Mm-hmm. And I was just like really sad. If like I had like a dark cloud over me. I didn't want to read. I didn't want to talk to God. I didn't want to pray. Like it was like weird. And I've never felt that before. Um, and I'm pregnant and I'm scared for my baby and yeah. I'm scared for my body and all this stuff. So I was just like, I'm just going to go listen to worship music. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to worship, but I'm just going to listen to it. Just turn it on. And gosh, that song just wrecked me in that moment. And it was everything I wanted to say to God. Um, Like, even in the song, it says, like, um, like, I have nothing to say. Like, what am I going to say to a king? Like, the Mm -hmm. idea of, like, how could I even talk to you, Mm -hmm. God? But then there's this prayer, and it's like, come on, my soul. Don't you get shy on me. Mm -hmm. Lift up your songs. You have a lion inside of these lungs. And so in that moment, I started, like, declaring that with Brandon Lake as he's saying gratitude. And in a time where I couldn't pray, didn't know what to pray, I started praying what Brandon Lake's words were Mm -hmm. back to God as if they're just for me. And then I started praying that over honey. And I started Mm -hmm. praying that there would be a lion inside of her lungs that would fight for her. And she would not have the effects of COVID. She would have no problems during birth, that she would come out and she would be healthy and she would be Mm -hmm. strong. And it's just like so cool. So that became my prayer. Mm -hmm. Then fast forward to when I had honey, for those of you who know the birth story, I have honey immediately things are going crazy as soon as I have her she's not breathing mm. she has no oxygen like the it's like it's just insane the who guards are wrapped around her neck the monitors are going crazy mm. and I like I knew like I had prayed there would be a lion inside of her lungs that would fight for her wow. and right like literally they're gonna take her to NICU and everything and she let out the loudest cry and to me it sounded like a roar wow it was like wow it was the lion and it was such a special moment and it took me back to that moment in my car when i had Mm. no words to pray and i had nothing to say and i was so empty but i prayed this song Mm. and 
that's what we want to do for people. Yeah. People who are like, I don't know what to say to God. Mm. I don't know how to talk to God. I might be in the worst space yeah. in my life, but this song is everything my heart knows to be true. Yes. And Steady Light, one of the inspirations for Steady Light came from COVID when we were in quarantine. And I would sit on my back porch um, at my parents' house. And then I'd sit on my front porch at my house. And there were multiple times I remember this happening. I'd watch the sun go down and I'd watch the moon mm. come up. Or I'd wake up in the morning and I'd watch the moon go away and I'd watch the sun come mm. up. And I just remember being so amazed by the steadiness of light Mm. that every single day, even though it was becoming mundane and it always kind of looked the same and it seemed like everything was bad, like the world was going crazy in 2020, there was something about the steadiness of light that God kept giving us mercy every morning by giving Mm. us another day to live. And every night he would give us the moon as a light, even in the darkness. And so that idea is kind of where steady light came from. And when you look at the Bible, there is a steady light. God is mm-hmm. God's light is steady from the very beginning of Genesis to the very end of Revelation. Mm-hmm. And so all these songs are just a testament to that. Yep. Um, do you have a favorite? I do think I have a favorite. You well, do? it's hard to have a favorite because I think like so maybe we have like a faster one, can I say? Yeah, yeah. We have a song called He's Not Done and I don't know, that's just like instills so much faith and expectation about what God is going to do. Yeah. But then I, we have another song open that's very okay. close to my heart. But then we have Jesus all Over of them All. All are so good. Like, I know. And like, know. it was so cool, like what you're talking about, giving people words to sing that they need to. Like last year, we did a song that we are releasing at conference and it's called Jesus Over All. And there was a girl who came up to you and she talked about like her mom. Had just passed. Yes. Yeah. From COVID, from right? COVID. Uh-huh. And she's singing this song. God, mm-hmm. I know you're still holy. I know you're still good. Like giving her words to say, despite all of yep. this, God, I know that you are good. I know yep. that you love me. Yep. And even in the darkness, like you're light. Yep. You're the steady light. Mm. So good. I'm so excited because I really do feel like it's going to meet people right where they're at. And yeah. literally even this morning, I've been listening to the songs because I got them. Ooh. I know. <laughs> and um, I just been listening to a couple of them and I get chills every time in my car. Mm. And I just pray over these songs that the Holy Spirit would meet people who listen in the car wherever they yeah. are. Um, so we've been talking about conference a lot. Ella's yes. sister conference is at the end of August, August 19th and 20th, I guess kind of in the middle of August. So if you haven't gotten your ticket, I'm pausing to look directly at you and saying go to ellisisterconference.com right now and get your ticket we will be performing these songs we're going to be worshiping with you guys to these songs um it'll be the first place live that y'all ever do these songs that we get to worship in a room full of people so gosh it's going to be really really powerful this is Um, a holy fomo yeah this is a holy fomo we want you to come we don't want you to miss out on what god has for you truly it's going to be insane it's going to be so good we've been so excited and praying about it for a long time okay let's talk about just like fear that goes into doing something god calls you to do because just Mm. because god calls you to something doesn't mean you're still not afraid sometimes to step into it so was this something when i asked you to do that you felt intimidated by um just like the whole process or were you like I got this no I don't think I had the (laughs) I got this I think in the beginning too even with my songwriting like I was insecure like I'm writing these songs and I've been doing it you know in the hills like David nobody saw this and like 
I don't even know if it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. am I good enough to do what you're yeah. asking me to do? Like, oh, I w- was not asked to be on the worship team. Like, I, I auditioned. I didn't make it. And, you know, am I good enough to lead people? Yeah. Like, you have these doubts. But, like, I think as I've talked about them with people, I've been open and I've said, like, hey, I don't even know if this is good. And, like, Kaylee, this is amazing. Like, Sadie, you've been, like, one of my biggest encouragers calling mm-hmm. out the gold. I didn't even realize that I had this gift. Like, I would never have told someone Mm. three years ago or maybe two years ago, I'm a songwriter. Yeah. Like, it just felt like, oh, if you say that, you are an imposter. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, having people speak life over me and remember the things that God instilled Mm -hmm. in me, even as a little girl. Like, what third third grader is writing songs? Like, God put that in me. It's awesome. And he didn't put it in me to take it away. Like, he put it in me for a purpose. And, like, he's put things in you for a purpose. And he will bring it around full circle in his timing. And I know, like, in August or whenever I lead and do things, like, I'm stepping into what God's called me to. So if God got me here, I don't have to worry about myself taking me out. That's great. I didn't put myself in. That's great. Like, I didn't knock on the door. He opened it. I'm yeah. just walking through it, trusting him all the way, all right. the all the day long. All the day long. <laughs> Speaking of a worship song, that's so good, Kaylee. I love that. I was thinking about when you said, who writes a worship song in third grade? Yeah. So I had a hit I wrote Come when on. I was young. On the back. Okay, this is this is funny because it's always funnier when you know the person and what they were thinking yep. when they did it. So I wrote a song called Louisiana, This Is My Hometown. Louisiana. This is, this my, home. is my hometown. I forgot it was a state when okay. I wrote the song, but it worked better. You know, it, the, <laughs> I the love words it. I love it. Flowed better with Louisiana to my hometown. And I remember it was like, I was looking at the back porch. <laughs> oh no, I was sitting on the back looking at the stars, which is actually hilarious. Because it was very country. like stars. But now I'm thinking, I was looking at the back porch, looking at them stars. That's where inspiration My came God. from. But the funny thing is, no, I wrote the lyrics on a Chick-fil-A bag. That's and nice. I remember thinking in my mind, like, this is going to be one of those stories. Like, this is this, it. Like, someone's going to find this Chick-fil-A bag and I'm going to have like a breakout moment. And I'm about to make millions of <laughs> Yeah, Louisiana is my hometown. Were you also one of the people who, like, seven years old and you're singing at the grocery store? Oh, thinking I get noticed. There's an agent at Target who is going to hear me singing, Jesus, take the wheel. Every time. I literally did that. I would also model walk just in case I got noticed for that, too. Oh, my God. Walmart and Target. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I had big dreams. But you know what? God put those things in you. And you are a writer on some songs. It's crazy. I I am. It's crazy. God put it in you. Listen, I, I love. I love it. I just love worship music, and I love that we're getting to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. God is so kind to include us in yeah. what. Yes. Who am I? Of bringing heaven to earth. Like, oh gosh, it's just crazy, and bringing people in earth to heaven. I mean, that's can anything just good come out of West Monroe? Yeah. I mean, like, heck yeah. You think about two girls from West Monroe. You know, they said about Jesus. Can anything good come uh-huh. out of Nazareth? Yeah. And I think sometimes God uses the most unlikely people in the most unlikely places. That's right. Because he so gets right. all the glory. That's right. And just to pause there, for people who are listening, no matter where you're from, no matter what you're doing, no matter what sphere of influence you have, God can use you. Yep. I spoke this over my team yesterday. Just because you're in a small town doesn't mean God gets smaller. Just because you're in a place with maybe less known for its creativity doesn't mean God's less of a creator in that yep. space and can give you that creativity just because you're in a place where people might not dream as big doesn't mean that god still can't give you dreams that change um history Mm -hmm. and so 
no matter where you are, it doesn't change who God is. God mm. goes from glory Ooh. to glory to glory. He's the alpha. He's the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the light of the world from the beginning, and he's the light of the world at the end. And he calls you to be the light of the world and the in between. And so, friend, um, let that be an encouragement. You might look at my platform and you say, well, you're Sadie Robertson, What, whatever. You know, I'm a girl from a small town mm. in Louisiana, just like my song said. And I could have never imagined God would have done these things in my life. But even if he hadn't have raised my platform, I still would have been going after the one. Yeah. And Kaylee's the same way. And if you have the heart in the same way, like the word says, man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so do ministry like you're doing ministry, not like you're trying to get a platform, like you're doing ministry. And in that case, you will start to change the world because Jesus changes the world through you. Mm. And so, Kaylee, this is so encouraging. Conference is going to be amazing. But before we end this podcast, I must ask you, I'm going to ask you the, well, that's a good question. <laughs> okay. Because I want you to hit us with one of the quotes okay. that you have said that has just empowered my life about a horse. Okay. And so what is one of the best pieces of advice that you've ever given somebody? Oh, I've ever given? Because I want to hear that. Because <laughs> okay. I want to hear what advice you give it. And tell us about the horse. Okay. Well, I have given advice. And this is the quote. If the horse is dead dismount now listen that don't sound like much but that's a lot okay now unpack the horse's dead dismount thing just a little bit because you have that written on our well that's good wall well it means like if something isn't working don't try to sit on that dead horse and make it keep going <laughs> like find another horse yeah like and i think sometimes in, in life and in ministry you're trying to beat this thing right. and it's just not working for you Switch it up. Find a new horse. That horse might be dead. That horse might just be dead. There's a lot of good horse quotes out there. There are. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Dang, that's good too. Come on, horses. (laughs) I love that quote that she said because I do think that there are times in life where something, there's sometimes things that God's put in your life that it might not look like it's happening, but you know you are to believe for. And those are the things that you pour in, you invest, and you keep working on, you Mm -hmm. keep praying for. But then there are other things in life, like certain relationships that you might be in. There are things in life, like certain jobs that you might be at or certain positions that you might be in that it's literally just not for your good or anybody's good and the situation is dead and in those moments you need to be willing to move on and dismount and I just have always loved that Kaylee is full of good advice she's a whoa that's good person (laughs) um she like I said she leads a youth group but she's leading our worship team and we're so grateful for that so I'm so pumped if you want to meet Kaylee if you want to see her in person and get to worship alongside of us to study light Come to the LO Sister Conference, August 19th and 20th. Bring all your friends. Let's worship together. Yep. It's going to be a heck of a time. Well, Kaylee, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. <laughs>